Oh, damn. We're in trouble now. All right. We're starting. All right. Yeah. Welcome back. Hello. Again. Okay. We, we My need, friend. We need... We, no, we need, to, we need to start it better. Let's okay. go, Brand. Hi. Perfect. I'm Brandon. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> is this it? This is it. This is oh, us okay. recording. Oh, okay. Oops. Start it again. <laughs> Start what again? I don't cool. know. I'm my so confused. God, just go. Just Hello, say, everybody. Just Welcome say back the to word. now, you know, we're, we're in trouble. We're in trouble again. What's up? How we doing? <laughs> we're in trouble now. We're in trouble now. now. Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah. <laughs> we're in trouble again. You're in trouble. Trouble. Well, we're still, trouble. Okay, we're, eventually, we're going to have to name it. We're still in trouble. Second <laughs> yeah. like podcast spinoff. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Will we ever get out of trouble? You Probably. know, it'd be cool as if like us three, like collectively did like a crime narration. Like we narrated like a crime story. Ooh. Could you imagine that? Dude, it'd be None like, of us can read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, motherfucker just got killed. Yeah. I don't know my left or my right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he entered from the right uh, no, but- southeast entrance yeah. and then fucking got stabbed in the neck with an ice pick. And, they're like, uh, and we're like, hey, none of that was right. <laughs> they're like, well, he could have. <laughs> well, you know, he could just fought back. Fucking guy didn't know he was there. Yeah. Well, okay, so welcome back to, again, another episode, installment, ep- whatever. I, I'm, I'm always so worried about saying what it is because I know Robert has that one trigger word. Just say addition. Down to addition. You said it. Say addition. Just say episode. Okay, welcome back to another edition, oh, episode slash um, installment of We're in Trouble Now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So as always, um, we're starting off this week's um, episode with something good to happen to us throughout the week. So um, Robert, you go first. Um, yeah. So something good throughout the week. I would have to say the good thing would be that you and I started um, boxing and rock climbing this week. Yep. Nope. That is true. We started on Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. And then I have two blisters on my toes and I got a blister <laughs> on my hand. But hey, I mean... It, All from it, rock climbing though. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's just because your shoes are new. The shoes were... I mean, they're fucking nice. Yeah. But like, I mean, on my feet, they feel real good. And then off my feet, two hours later, they fucking hurt. Well, you just got to wear them in. So well, once they once you wear them in, they're fine. Can I so pay someone for that? Hurt. I don't think so. Oh. Your feet hurt, but not your shoes hurt, right? Well, his feet hurt from the shoes. Yeah, oh, okay. because I mean, just how like tight they are on you. Because mm-hmm. I mean, rock climbing shoes have to be tight. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can't slip, and you have to. They have like little points on the yeah. front of it for tiny little grass. Remember when I tried to buy a pair of rock climbing shoes off of Amazon? Yep. And um, they were like the size of half my foot. Yeah. 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 They look like those uh like that tribe in like China that has like that binds their feet or whatever. Yeah, they bind yeah. their feet. So that's what I was telling you at the rock climbing store. I was like, you kind of have to go in and try all the different shoes because the sizing is really weird. Well, yeah. No, I already knew that. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they're not normal shoes. They have to be tighter. Because you have to grip onto the wall with your toes. Yeah. It's uh, it's crazy. When Brandon and I went, we did like one or two routes and we kind of looked at each other. We're like, Dude, we're getting old. <laughs> old. Because, I mean, it was so much easier back then. so much when. easier when you were, like, 18. Yeah, and then, it, yeah, like, two, three routes. I was like, fuck, dude. Yeah. This is a lot harder than I remember. Yeah. yeah it's it's good workout, though. Yeah. yeah, it's a good workout. Yeah. Well, cool, Brandon. And what about you? Uh, the good thing this week that I had happened was do we need to come back to you yes because <laughs> i'm truly i'm like it's not that there wasn't anything it was a long good week. yeah it's just 
it's not really that there wasn't anything good. It's just I have to really kind of like focus in on see what was. Pinpoint which one that yeah. it is that you want to pick. Okay. Well, I mean, you can share Robert's good thing that happened because, I mean, you guys did it together. Yeah, it was a collective effort. We did do it together. Yeah. It was fun boxing. Yeah. No. All right. Well, then, yeah, it would be boxing because, I mean, it was just always nice because like, mm-hmm. I liked Krav Maga before my leg was broken. Right. And then um, I always like just something with like fighting. Mm-hmm. Not like that I want to go out and start fighting. It's, it's just, a good way it's, to well, just like, to alleviate it. It's like a pressure release. Oh, yeah. I mean, that tune is a confidence builder. Yeah. And plus like, you know, sometimes I do get pretty angry from work. So it's just mm-hmm. nice to go and hit stuff. Yeah. It's not people. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> cool. It was, I mean, you picked it up really quick. So it was awesome. Yeah. It was fun to do it with you. Because, yeah, I mean, it's just like... I kind of took what I like from Krav Maga. Mm-hmm. I mean, I changed my stance because the stance for Krav Maga is a lot wider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't know why, but it just is. But with boxing, it's more agile. Your feet are like not too far apart, mm-hmm. but it's, yeah, it's, it was really nice. Well, we're, you see, yes, I mean, I was going to, when we were talking earlier, I was going to say that that was like a super positive thing that I've seen be for both of you. Is like you're working out and you're doing your rock climbing together and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I don't know, waking up at four o'clock in the morning to go to a gym that I don't like. That like nobody fucking. Um, it's I mean the entire place is enclosed, so there's yeah. no yeah. fans on. Yeah. It's just hot. Yeah. And then it just it's like high school. Everybody's angry and yeah, you can't get out. No. And yeah. See, I think it's really cool though that you took something because you knew that what you wanted to do, but what you were doing wasn't. Um, positive for you because you weren't getting the same outcome out of it so you did something and changed it yeah so okay back to the positive thing mm-hmm. the one thing that was positive was you know just going over there and just you know like canceling my membership because yeah. i mean it is kind of like a sketchy thing but i mean like it, canceling or? yeah just canceling because you get nervous oh yeah like you're just like oh my god should i really do it yeah. but it's mm-hmm. more of just like you know what if you don't like it don't stick with it. I mean, not don't don't stick with it, but just change it up. Right. You know? Yeah. There's like, no rules. You don't have to. Exactly. You don't, you're not bound you by them yeah. by like blood contract. Yeah. You know? Exactly. It's just you know, although it kind of seemed like it though, because you needed to give them a written note. A written note. I'm just like, hey, I don't need this anymore. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. the owner, if I remember this correctly, the owner like made bank during the pandemic because mm-hmm. he was the only one to stay open. And all these people were joining the gyms. And then when their gym opened up, they were all quitting. Mm-hmm. And so he basically was like, hey, I need to pay a year in advance and you need to have a written note um, saying like why you're quitting, I think for like tax reasons or something. Yeah. It wasn't like a year in advance. I mean, that's an option. Yeah. Like you can do yearly membership or is it month to month? And then um, uh, it's if the pay cycle goes, you have to pay the extra month. Oh, sure. So yeah. So my, it's just kind of weird though. Like it's like a two weeks notice to the gym. It's weird. Pretty much. Yeah. Dude. It's, it's like so quitting your, another fucking job. So your positive thing was that you took control. Yeah. Uh, pretty you much. took control of a, of a, of a, of a si- situation and, and, um, you did it. You, yeah. you know, you made you made a positive change. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. And then there was something else that happened that day, but I can't remember. That one day? Mm. Well, when I when I um, quit. Oh no, yeah, because we got the membership to the gym the same day. Oh, did we? Yeah. yeah. So I think that was also the next. That's kind of cool. It's like next new chapter kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's it's a cool workout. Like you work your whole body. Like my forearms are really sore. Yeah, I know. I um, I think it's really cool that y'all invited me to go with you too. So. Yeah, you are you really gonna come? Yeah, I just have to go get a pair of those, um, I guess, incredibly uncomfortable shoes. Well, we'll go to Nomads and you can go, you can get some that are different. Yeah, they're yeah. super friendly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're so, really cool. I liked them. Cool. So, yeah, no, I'm excited to try that. And, you know, just because I know that I myself am, I want to do something. But, I mean, my time, I have absolutely no time during the day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's just an excuse. So, I'll do something. Well, that's what's cool is that the gym's 24 hours. Um, and it seems like the only time that you would have time to work out is in the morning with Brandon and I. Yeah. Because it mm-hmm. seems like your day is already booked by the time you wake up. Yeah. 
but that's you know but that's i think that's a cool a cool life yeah and the cool thing is that there's a, a cleaning lady at oh like yeah four in the morning four or five in the morning dude and she plays some rad ass fucking music that's yeah cool. she plays like some really sick mariachi music yeah well i'm already planning on going up like like on the kitty wall and get halfway up and just stay there and cling on the wall while you all and so that way that will be my workout i'm, yeah. I'm going for the sloth method no there's the there's a bunch of big poles we can poke you with yeah. Like I don't think there's really a kitty <laughs> I could see, yeah, I could see you like getting a pole and be like trying to poke me down. You know, it's like when you see that bug on the wall and you, you're too scared to like touch mm-hmm. it and you like poke it Just with a broom. Just throw stuff at you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm giving you these ideas because I can see you actually doing that. Yeah. <laughs> we just throw our shoes at <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Just anything we can. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, for me, my positive thing was, is I actually um, met my goal and I have now I have over a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. That's crazy. Ooh. Yeah, that's like that's literally almost the, the population of Temecula. Yeah, almost. Yeah, because we're at one hundred and ten thousand or something. Yeah, I and think. the last time when I checked this morning, I was at one hundred and two thousand. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Wow, could you imagine like an entire city of like of Temecula like follows you? Yeah, and you know what? And it just made me feel really. It made me feel um, proud, and I remember thinking back as to what my motivation was to even starting Instagram. And it was just to basically show people that you can be yourself and and be happy and, Mm -hmm. you know, like maybe a little different side of fashion and, you know, individuality. And it's, it's, it's been a, a complete blessing to be able to do that. And for the number of people that are following me now, it's, it was, it was really, it was humbling and, and I'm very blessed. Well, it's interesting too, because you started the podcast because nobody, like you said, you said nobody looked like you or nobody had like your style. Mm-hmm. And now that, you know, you've established yourself on Instagram, it seems like a lot of people are using you as a reference for what they would think that they don't have any style or like they would, um, I guess you're like your inspiration or like your style is their style kind of thing. Right. I get a lot of people who say that even though that they're not going to emulate my exact style, Mm -hmm. I have given them the inspiration and the courage to find their own style. And that's truthfully, that's my whole message is you don't have to dress like me. You just have to find what makes you happy and Mm -hmm. wear that. Well, like somebody I ever heard on your live, they're like, I want to be part of the tattoo crew, but I don't have a tattoo. And you're like, yeah, you can do whatever you want, you know? Yeah. You can still be a part of it without a tattoo. Exactly. I mean, it's more of a, um, it's more of a way of life and a way of thinking than, you know, the actual, I mean, I'm sure some people are going to argue about that, but you know, there it's my tattoo crew and I can, I can say the rules. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, and that's another positive thing. I came up with a great t-shirt design. Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, so. I honestly thought you stole it from someone. I, I know. know. So, really? Yeah, dude. So she shows me it at work. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's a sick fucking design. I was like, you're not going to take that, are you? Yeah. She's like, what? It's mine. I was like, holy fuck. That looks cool. Yeah, yeah. it looks really, really nice. I like to have yeah. a color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So for all of you out there listening, um, I did, I have an, a new t-shirt coming out here shortly. Um, it's the tattoo crew and it's a beautiful design. And so more on that later. That's my Are you little smelling the microphone. Dude, it smells so good. My <laughs> it's new and it just smells so good. Does it feel good to have like your own? We haven't have to like mark that or something because I don't want to smell your nose. Yeah, we're, that's clearly going to have to be his. <laughs> Whatever. Just keep it by itself. <laughs> it's ah! It smells good. It's like a new car. What you does it smell like? Re- a new? I wonder if they can hear you smelling. It's like, stop! <laughs> oh, my bad. God. It smells good. It's like nose ASMR. That's okay. I'm, I'm not only smelling the mic, I'm smelling everybody. Ew. <laughs> stop! <laughs> God. 
God, you're disgusting. <laughs> Why do I like smells? You know what's so weird is because mom's really weird like that, and I'm like, thank God it skipped. Like it seems like it skipped me and went oh, straight to you. You're not fucking weird. Oh, you I'm are, not that you weird. You are weird. I'm not. Oh no. How? How? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got so choked up on words. I'm you're so like, upset. So upset. You're yeah. like, you forgot to breathe. I know, dude. I forgot. Yeah. How are you that weird? I'm not. Uh, dude, everything you do is What do is I do weird. is weird. Everything. Nothing. You can't think of one thing. Can you? See exactly that. Just this whole persona of not being weird is weird. Okay. Well, then if, okay. I won't. I'm, I'll admit I'm weird, but I'm not as weird as you both. You're a fucking liar. I don't know, man. Well, you know what? I, I be mean, truthfully, you are kind of like the straight person in our little group. That's so weird. You know. <laughs> well, you see, here's the whole thing, though. Is okay if you if you if you go down to the to the nitty gritty and you scratch the surface. You've always been um, more of the um, like the the person who doesn't want to be goofy mm. because you are you've always put yourself to a level of of um, per- perfection. Wow. <laughs> of perfection. Yeah. And where Brandon and I are kind of like, doot, 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 we're mm. just who we are. Someone's going to keep you always on the straight and narrow. No, mm. I think that the more you're comfortable you are in your own self, in your own skin, the more goofy you're going to become. You know how I know you're weird? Wow. Because you always forget your fucking wallet every time we're somewhere. Oh, no, that's cheap. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I hate, I hate carrying my wallet. Oh, yeah. You know what's crazy is when no. I go to the bank to... What's great? What's oh, up? no. You know, I, I'm, oh, I don't have my wallet. Well, you have your phone and you have Apple Pay. Nope. See, I don't trust that. No matter what, like, it, dude, it's so crazy because I went to go get Chick Fil A the mm-hmm. other day, and they're like, "Oh, just you know, tap it. Like, mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here. Oh, like, yeah. that's a thing. I do it with my credit card all the that, time. I see. I don't do it. Oh yeah, no. And then we'll go to like the rack or something, and he'll we'll pull into the parking lot. And he'll be like, "Oh, I forgot my wallet. I'm like, okay, whatever. I got you. So we get that. And then we go to one other store, and all of a sudden I see him pull out his phone, and he's paying on Apple Pay. Yeah, I never said I forgot my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like carrying my wallet. See, that's what I makes don't like, you weird. No, because there's an imprint on your pants, and I don't like that. So and, with and your phone. And that's not weird? <laughs> it's not weird to have See, the thing is, standards. is that you don't think you're weird because you think, again, that the, you, the things that you do are normal, and the things that we do, that Brandon and I do, are weird. Like okay. sniffing a mic. Because I know you... <laughs> oh, my God. It smells so good. Mine it, doesn't smell. Mine does. Well, yours, is, yours isn't yours? as new. Fuck off. No. <laughs> I'm gonna go there and breathe on yours. Yeah, dude, just think you're gonna yeah. you gotta leave. Mom's gonna be alone with your microphone. She's gonna. I'm smell gonna it. take it with me. <laughs> I'll be like, "Hello, microphone." That's so fucking weird. <laughs> uh, it's alright, dude. The other day she came into my room. She was like, doop, 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 and she did like this little song and dance, and then she kind of like shimmied out. Oh yeah, and just she- like salmon fishing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah tell me about that. So okay, okay so you can tell the story. Oh yeah, me. no, no yeah, yeah. So we're at work, and uh, mom's just like, "Hey." I got salmon fished. I was like, wait, what? She's like, straight faced? Yeah, dude, straight faced. So, like, she comes over, so like she's got gossip. So I just got salmon fished. Yeah, dude. And I was like, wait, what? Salmon? I was like, you mean catfishing? She's like, she's like, oh, is that it? Catfished? Yeah. I was like, yeah, catfished. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You said clickbait. You're like, yeah. you're like oh, I just got clickbaited. I was like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. You're like, like, do you even know what, yeah, like, you're like, do you know what clickbait is? I go, yeah, it's just like salmon fishing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, no, clickbait is when like you click something and it turns out to be something else. Like you yeah. get rickrolled. Yeah. I was like that's clickbait. She's like, oh, I thought that was catfished. I was like, no, it's not. No, catfished. it's like salmon fishing. You know, the bear goes into the lake and he thinks he's gonna get one fish and he gets the other. He's been salmon fished. But he still got a fish though. 
but bears don't fight fish. They just like. No, they, I'm pretty sure they 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 have a personal struggle with them. They when, don't. They're yeah. bears. It's called nature science. It's also called evolution. Yeah. So anyway, um, so yeah, I got salmon fished. No, she did not. <laughs> so wait, I don't understand what's what. So the context of it was like she. Um, the context of it is I didn't know what clickbait or catfish yeah, but like, what did you was. come in thinking you were explaining? I think it was. I, yeah, because I was I was coming in thinking I was I was talking I was trying to talk about clickbaiting something, okay. yeah. and then Brandon's like, "What are you talking about?" Because what I was saying apparently was not making any sense. So then I'm like, "You know, clickbaiting is like salmon fishing, being salmon fished." <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, "You mean catfished?" Yeah. And I'm like, "That's the thing." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. So wait, I don't understand. But what were you? What it was you, just? It was random. What, yeah. What were you trying to explain though? There was I, just we were on the topic just, of clickbaiting. Yeah, oh, okay. we oh, were. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, were, yeah. So she didn't like experience something. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. We just started randomly talking about it, and then gotcha. she fucking started fighting with one of her slippers. But because I have a little shark slipper, and I pretended it was the salmon, and I was trying to recreate the bear getting the salmon. Okay. And I was like, I'm I was just like, saying this bears. podcast is barely helping my my side. And no, you know? but you think that it was bad because you get one song and dance, you know, mm-hmm. like once a week. Brandon has to work with me. I'm on just a, saying, on to the viewer, dance. your boy's looking pretty normal. Fuck off! No, you're not. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, I th- I personally think part of my quirky personality is I've been salmon fished most of my life. Okay, don't say that, dude. Trust me, she says it all the time now. It's like a new thing. <laughs> It's, it is I, a new thing. I don't even know. I'm going to start a new trend. It's going to be like, oh my, you've just been salmon fished. It, it sounds might... like somebody should get five to 10. <laughs> yeah, like it sounds like somebody's going to catch a case if they get salmon fished. <laughs> you know? Dude, and literally, I, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to look this up to see if it's a fucking term. Yeah. It was some dude catching a fucking trophy salmon. I was like, yeah, totally a term. No, it's yeah. not. Your Google history must be so weird. Like, imagine if, like, if the FBI um, yeah. was watching your computer. And they're like, why is this guy Googling salmon fishing at 1130 in the morning? <laughs> Pretty much. Clickbait salmon fished. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My history would be weird. Anyways. Yeah. Because well, he's constantly trying to re- rebuke. Um, is that the right word? I don't know. The things that I say to him. Because I say it with, with such, you know, with such determination mm-hmm. that poor Brandon's all like, is this real? I don't know. So he's like constantly trying to Google things I'm saying. No, I was just like, you know what? Let me just look this up real quick just to fucking. Mm -hmm. But you have to do that to her. I have to do it to her or not. If you don't, then she's like, oh no, it's it. She's so fucking determined Mm -hmm. that it's something until you prove her wrong. And even then it's still fucking hard to prove you Mm -hmm. wrong. Cause you're like, uh, no, I think it's still right. I'm like, look at the fucking facts. Yeah. Like, look at this. It's yeah, but wrong. I'm somebody, somebody somewhere started the term clickbait. Why don't you... Uh, That's a real thing. Yeah, yeah no, that is, a, that is a real thing. Well, it had to start somewhere from somebody. I know, but so, like... But, it's, but, but I'm it, just saying, I have to just come up with the term of what does salmon fished mean. Okay, so what does it mean? <laughs> it means that you're mis, you're misinterpreted. Um, like you come across as one thing and somebody else reads it as another. You've been salmon fish. Much like the salmon. They just are misunderstood while the yeah. bears are fucking eating yeah. them. Like, yeah. While they're fighting the bears. <laughs> they're with, losing battle with, their with little the bears. Gills, they're all like. With their, they they have, with their little gills. Their gills are attached to their body. They don't, they're not appendages. No, they're like. Wah, wah. That's <laughs> the total opposite That's way. That's not what fish do. You think of their fins maybe? What did I say? Gills. 
Oh, yeah. No, that would make more sense. Oh, my God. Their little fins or their tail. (laughs) (laughs) So just for like context, uh, to prove Brandon's point, why he has to Google things. Why don't you tell everybody at home the rattlesnake story when you were a kid? What rattlesnake story? Oh, man, you've never heard this? Check it. Okay. So when I was like maybe, I don't know, seven, my mom, um, when... Every day when I would come home from school, she'd be like, so what happened at school? Anything exciting happened at school? Nope, nothing exciting. The next day, so did anything exciting happen at school? Nope, nope, same thing. So one day, my mom and my grandma picked me up from school to take me to the doctors because apparently I needed a shot or something. And she picks me up and she's like, so did anything exciting happen at school today? And I decided to just change things up. And I told her that there was a kid on the playground that got bit by a rattlesnake during recess. And she was like totally, I mean, she was scared of snakes anyway. Mm -hmm. So she had all sorts of questions and she wanted to know all sorts of things. So I just made up this great elaborate story that in my mind, I was just trying to help my mom have an interesting story because she had asked me for years if anything exciting happened and I never could give her any good gossip or any good story. So, you know, little boy got bit by a rattlesnake. The, they took him to the nurse's office. We don't know what happened to him. It was a big snake. You know, it was by the playground. You know, I had all sorts of backup data to go with my made-up story. So she, took, she takes me to the doctors and, you know, we go in there with my mom and my grandmother And we go to sit down, and she sits down right next to the school nurse. (laughs) And instantly, (laughs) instantly, my butt puckered. And I knew, I knew from the bottom of my little lying heart that this was not going to turn out good. So my mom, of course, being very concerned about this little boy who got bit by the rattlesnake, you know, starts asking the nurse questions. How's How's the little boy? What little boy? The little boy that got bit by the rattlesnake. What little boy got bit by the rattlesnake? The one on the playground. Um, the little boy got bit by a rattlesnake on the playground, but my mother being my mother, and I love her very much, fought with the school nurse that a kid got bit by a rattlesnake because her daughter said so. Meanwhile, mom's right next to her. I'm right next to her, literally trying to blend in with the couch if ever I've tried to crawl under the cushions. So finally, my mom puts two and two together and the look that she gave me and I'm all like... (laughs) So I was so convincing about this rattlesnake that my mother actually fought with the school nurse that apparently she, I, you know, it got to the point where it was name calling. You're not a very good nurse if you don't know about your Mm -hmm. own, you know? So yeah, I've always had quite the flair for storytelling. So it makes sense. Yeah. Very adamant about everything. And and even telling that, (laughs) see, that's cool. That would be salmon fished. I salmon fished my mom. It also sounds like, (laughs) Just not really good either. It's all part of nature, and it has to do with um, deception. Yeah, that actually is. You know, it's like because a lot of nature has deception. It's like it's called camouflage. Yeah, and you know, it's like some animals look really nice, but they're not, and some are colorful, but they're poisonous. You know, so they're they're salmon. Those those animals are salmon fishing. 
Um, and then if like something comes up and eats like a colorful bug that's poisonous and that other animal dies, the bug would be like, you've been salmon fished. <laughs> I think the bug's still dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Just, well then the bug's friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause there was a story about uh, a salamander, like a poisonous salamander that yeah. got into like a pot of coffee or something. This is back in when, um, but they boiled it and they made really? coffee out of it. And everybody, like people at the camp, I mean, this is like back in like the Western, I think. Mm. Um, so, and then they all drank it and they all died mysteriously and they're like, how the fuck? But it was actually, a, um, a salamander, like a poisonous salamander. Actually, Ooh, I don't know if it was back in the Western. We, I think did you know might... that salamanders and salmon are, uh, distant cousins? The who, what? And salmon? Mm-hmm. You what? said salmon. Oh, oh yeah. So the salmon and the salamander. That's what I said. Salmon and, and salamanders. The salmon. S- the salmon? Salmon. Salmon. Salmon and sal- salamanders. The so, salmon. <laughs> I'm like, what's a salmon? The salmon and the... <laughs> This Wait, how do you say it? Salmon. Salmon. It's not Salmon. It's not Salmon. 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 Hang on. Hang on. Where do And welcome to the fish house. What would you like? I would like some Salmon. Not like that Salmon. That's what I'm, but I don't understand. How do you like say, it? say it? Salmon. Salmon. There's no L. Salmon. It's S-A-L-M-O-N. Yeah, it's Salmon. But you don't. Oh, there is an L, huh? Yeah, you don't fucking pronounce the L. How do I say it? I don't even salmon. know how to salmon. spell it. Salmon. Did you know that salmon? Salmon. <laughs> salmon. Trying to really hard not to pronounce the L. Salmon <laughs> and salamanders are um, they're they're distant cousins. They're closely related. Shout out Lauren Diaz for telling me that. Oh, that's is that a true fact? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were like totally making that up. No. Oh, because yes. I mean the simple you know simple fact that you can't say salmon. Yeah, Sal- salmon. 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 Yeah, the salmon and the salmon. The salamanders salmon and the salmon. And the salmon. Yeah. Barbu- I, you know what it is? I think it's because Barbu used to say something like that. Didn't Barbu know? told you that fact? No, no. It's probably a lie. No, Lauren Diaz, <laughs> she is getting her PhD in Oregon State. Uh, also, uh, no, maybe, maybe I'm salmon fishing. I think you've been salmon. salmon fished. Yeah, I think maybe. I don't know. I'll have to Google it. I want to Google it real quick while you guys keep talking. That's kind of like how I, I just, say granite. I, yeah, I, I just can't. I, I, you can't say granite. can't say granite. 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 And he can't say salmon. Yeah. Wow. I used to not be able to say jewelry. Jewelry. Oh, yeah. Jewelry. Jewelry. Easy there. Oh. You don't want to hurt yourself. Jewelry. 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 Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of words I can't say. And I don't know how to spell salmon. Because I'm like, there's no L in salmon. (laughs) You don't spell it S-A-M-O-N. Salmon. (laughs) Can I get that spicy Salmon. I don't know. I have to get his salmon. Now I gotta kind of check that one real quick. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're uh, a yeah, good spelling. Yeah, it's salmon. Yeah. Salmon temp. Oh, I thought that said tempura, but it says salmon temperature. Mm, no. It's 145 degrees Fahrenheit. Or 145. So if a salmon had a temperature? No, I don't think salmon can get temperatures. I bet you if a salmon had a temperature, the bear wouldn't eat it. I'm pretty sure the bear doesn't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, bear will eat anything. Yeah, dude, bears are just like, nah, I'm gonna eat you, homie. Yeah, bears are pretty bear-like. Because they're bears. <laughs> oh, never mind. The closest relatives are brown trout and rainbow trout. You fucking liar. Maybe, yeah, I, was maybe like, I was just... But you can say trout. Maybe I was hearing... Yeah, I was like, how the hell is... An, maybe she, is, I kept hearing salamander and thinking she was saying salmon. How was an amphibian? Yeah, because you say salmon. That's like, that's like if salmon grew feet and like arms, because salamanders are amphibians. 
Yeah. No, no, no. They're have... not amphibians. Wait, no, they are. Uh, yeah, yeah. You motherfucker! Because I was like, he frog. Just, you know what? Yeah. Talk not, about salmon uh, fish. Uh, he's he fucking comes, trying yeah, to salmon fish. Yeah, us. he is. He's he's trying to come across with all these facts that you know he makes us think are facts, and he sounds factual. Yeah. That are not facts. Yeah, because it's an amphibian. Yeah, because he just salmon fished us Would with wrong facts. That, yeah, I think turtles are reptiles though. Yeah. They yeah, are. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I was just kind of getting those ones confused. Oh. like newts. See, newts but that's not confused. salmon fishing somebody because it's the truth. Now, if you just said turtles are distant cousins of the skunks and we believed you, then you'd been like, nah, you've been salmon fished. I also call you a fucking liar. Yeah, that's true. You would. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. So. Wait, are you still fact checking yourself? Well, over I was there? Just, I don't know. Because <clears throat> I thought I Googled it one time and I was like, Oh, this is interesting, and then maybe I didn't. Well, I think you might have like um, just double checked salmon twice or salmon twice. Yeah, maybe I did. Why it's are like, you saying salmon? <laughs> it's salmon. It's yeah, no, you fucking no, people. No, he he double checked salmon. What's the little thing? He's, what's the salamanders. Little? salamanders? Salamanders. Yeah, he double checked salamanders twice. Salamanders are the distant cousin of a salamander. You know what? All I can think about is um, Matilda. Yeah, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, dude, Matilda with the with the salamanders. Mm-hmm. It's a bug. It's a bug. <laughs> like, it's not. Dude, fucking Matilda was a good. I like, you know, Is that kind the of thing. Movie one with, with Danny DeVito. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I powers. can't believe it was Danny DeVito she until ate like, all that chocolate cake. Dude, that was so funny. Didn't she get locked in a closet? She yeah. got locked in a uh, Iron Maiden. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of a yeah. you know, it, it it was a darker child story. Which was dope. Nineties mostly were like that though. Dude, 90s were dark, and yeah. then now it's like today's shit. It's just like... I don't know. I take the 90s. There's some TV programs I see, and I'm like, yuck. Dude, remember All Real Monsters? Yeah. That was a good one. It was uh, a TV show back okay. when we were kids. You wouldn't uh, know it. Yeah, you wouldn't know it. No. No, I, I wouldn't have known that. Okay, so that gets us to our subject. Believe it or not, we haven't even touched our subject of the day. Salmon. <laughs> no. How to pronounce <laughs> Salmon. I don't understand where the problem is. You don't say the L. Well, that's what, okay, but like... Salmon. It's, you know it's what it S-A-M-O-N is? It's a, regional, it's, it's a regional dialect, and I feel like you guys are picking Who? on me for being at a different, from a different region. Who you else are from says our, You salmon. are from our region. Everybody, dude. Nobody. Everybody from where I'm from. <laughs> the world of Robert? I'm just saying that there's somebody out there that represents with me. I don't think so. Okay, like, well, you find well, no, you know what this is? is? This podcast is to reach that one or two people out there that pronounce it. Sal- sal- how do you say it? Sal- Salmon. 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 Yeah, they don't know, they don't pronounce it like that. Oh, salmon? Yeah, they pronounce salmon. it salmon. Okay. Well, I, dude, I, I, so I went to sushi the other day. Cole Sorry, salmon. I don't mean to keep derailing the conversation, but I went okay. to sushi the, um, with Mike and Natasha, mm-hmm. and the girl thought I was from Canada. Because you have a Canadian no, accent. No, because I kept saying A. But, uh, but I, t- I always considered it more like an East LA thing. Yeah, like, yo, how's it going, A? Wait, no, that sounds Canadian. Like, no, that's hey, yeah. how's it going? You're not Fonzie. Sure, dude. Okay, well, I always took it a bit like uh, like a... Like an East LA, like that is nowhere close. Born in the East LA, <laughs> hey, you like that, you know, like. Um, no, yeah. if you say a, it's like a. oh, like yeah, like a, that's cool as fuck. Yeah, but you know, like a, hey, what's up, a? Eh? But yeah, but that's how I was saying it. I was like, yeah, I was like, because I, I was like, hey, can I, can I get no cucumber, eh? And she was like, so where in Canada are you from? It's like, <laughs> no, I'm from here, eh? <laughs> that's know? exactly why she thought you were Canadian. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's cool as fuck how they always say. Yeah, but like, I'm kind of, I'm projecting you, the, I want some bad boy vibes and I was projecting a bad boy vibes. You were a Canadian bad, bad boy You vibe. think so? Yeah, you know. No. I could be a Canadian bad boy. I think I would kill it up there. Dude, I actually wanted to move to Canada. I checked like housing prices. I was like, mm-hmm. dude, fuck. You need to, you can't though. You have to get like. You have to get like 
You yeah. have to like get a written approval from the government. Eh? Yeah. Really? Yeah, 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 it's crazy. You can't just move to Canada. Did you know if you have a DUI, you can't get into Canada? Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, they consider it a crime and they don't want you drunk driving in well, the Well, it country. is a crime. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying it's... Some people. <laughs> some people, it's not a crime. But no, no but I just, you know, it's like drunk driving in the United States seems to be very um, like, oh, yeah, you know, kind of just taken like, oh, well, you know, so-and-so got a DUI. Yeah, that's fair. Well, you got to think know. they're like... Oh, it's the coffee maker. Oh, okay. Oh. So back on, I guess we can go back on subject. Yeah. Hey. So. <laughs> So anyway, that was going to bring me to the subject of the day, which is accountability. Mm -hmm. And um, Brandon, you came up with um, the topic. I did, uh, because I was just sitting at work, and it was just like, I don't know, I think about the podcast sometimes, Mm -hmm. like what to talk about and shit. And um, I was thinking about it, because I thought, I was actually thinking about a couple of exes and everything, and just kind of like, I always think about my past, not in like a bad way, mm-hmm. but more just to reflect mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, well, what can I do different next time or something like this? So I was thinking about it and um, there was some situations where, you know, I was accountable for um, some you know shit that went wrong or that I just, you know, did wrong things. Um, I mean, nobody's fucking perfect. Right. I, mean, I wasn't in the best. I mean, see, at that point, you know, I don't take accountability for myself. So I was accountable for all my actions that I did, you know, like I don't want to try to push... Um, not the blame or like push what happened onto someone else. Mm -hmm. It's more like, you know, I did do this, so I'm going to be accountable for myself and, you know, actions have reactions. So of course they reacted differently. Some of them weren't really good. Right. And so I was just like, you know what? But instead of thinking back at the situation on what they did, I'm thinking back on the situation of what I did, Mm -hmm. you know, like I can only be accountable for myself for what I did. And, um, it just kind of makes the pain of like, you know, going through a breakup because it's never fun. Yeah. It just right. makes it a little bit easier because you're not like, you're not blaming, you know, anybody else for what you did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, you know what, dude? Accountability would be a good topic to yeah. talk about, you know. But again, it's not even only in relationships either. Yeah. It's like in your daily lives, you know, you're accountable for your laziness, your procrastination, you know, what you do in your day. You know, if you're not doing something that you should you know, you're, you're, you're the only you're, person, you're account- yeah, yourself. you're the only person accountable for yourself. So it's just like, you kind of put a little bit perspective in, like a little bit more perspective. Cause I mean, you know, I'm the only one accountable for myself right. and like my, my life and health coaching classes that I need that I'm taking, you know, like I should, I should be farther, but at the same time, you know, I'm still making progress and mm-hmm. little progress leads to big success. You know, it's not like big progress leads you to something crazy right. it's always like you know as long as you're putting in the effort and you're showing up like that's half the battle sure. right you know and i just need to be more accountable just to show up well that too but like i'm sure you probably thought of it at work because your guys's line of work i feel like a lot of people aren't um accountable for their actions like Dude. you guys get thrown in the bus a lot for things that you have no control over oh yeah and it's for over the stupidest shit mm-hmm. too you know it's just what's going on yeah here? who the <laughs> fuck gets off a chair gets off like the that chair like i that? didn't want to move the chair back you know you can just turn it the swivels. chair. It swivels. <laughs> I'd like to point out that as of right now, if you knew nothing about us and you just listened to this podcast, I would be the most normal. Yes. Simon. Okay. Yeah. Other so, than my choice of fish. Yeah, but I mean, because nobody, again, in the line of work we have, it's, it is very, um, a lot of people don't take accountability and they, they come in wanting to blame somebody for something. Sure. You always. Know, always. Well, maybe it's also too, it's they don't want people to look at them like they either don't know what they're doing or that they like 
they have to like pretend like they got it all together. And I feel like that's a big thing of accountability is be like, Hey guys, I, you know, I need my, I need some help or I need your opinion or I need, you know, like I, I need this outside influence to kind of make me a better person. And I like how he touched up on like, you know, just the shit that you do. You don't want people to look at you differently. Yeah. I mean, that's actually really cool. Cause I did think about that. You know, like I do have a fucked up, you know, past. I was a drug mm-hmm. addict. I was an alcoholic. You know, I do have stories, Yeah. but it's just like, the one, like the one story I was telling you about when we were talking on Friday, yeah. and I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Um, it was just cause like, I didn't really care about saying it out loud there because I just don't give a shit about what anybody really thinks about me. Right. You know, cause like I've done some sketchy shit and, um, it's like, you know what, that's just my story. You know, that's just yeah. my life. You know, that's, um, I'm accountable for everything I did, but it's, it's not like I'm ashamed of it. You know, no. it just makes me who I am. Well, it's like you say too, it's a learning lesson. It is as a long as you lesson. learn from that and it could be a past relationship. It could be past life experience, but as long as you learn from it, it's not a wasted effort. Well, don't you think, I mean, going back to the accountability of like, even in your relationships or any of your past choices, when you take accountability for it, doesn't it kind of take you from being a victim to being more of a powerful stance? Well, yeah. Cause you own it at that point yeah. and you're not hiding from what you did. Right. Because like, if you're like, if you can never take accountability for your own actions, it's always like, well, I only reacted because somebody else acted. Sure. But if you're like, you know what? No, I also too acted. Mm -hmm. I'm accountable for my actions. That takes you from being a, um, a, um, almost like a victim or somebody who doesn't have, it's like, you only have the reaction. Do you know what I'm trying to get at? No, it makes, it, it makes, it's a lot like, um. Like, for example, when people are like, well, I'm sorry you got your feelings hurt. Oh, Instead yeah. of like, hey, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. Because then you're accountable for what you said. And then that, that it's all it's a power move. Yeah. You know, Kind of like uh, that one agent on Friday who was like, oh, you know, uh, now you can apologize. It's yeah. Like, apologize for what? Remember? Yeah, 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 Him? yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was just like, he got... I wouldn't say, I mean, he got called out. Like, so he got well, yeah, called out. And for, he never even once said like, yeah, I probably should have done this or just done that. Mm-hmm. He like came in on the attack and was like, now apologize to me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not being accountable for your actions. That's, you know, yeah. that's trying to play the, the victim role. But I still think it was a really powerful tool in taking back your own personal power when you give yourself um, or you make yourself be accountable for your own actions. Really? You know, and I think that, and I never really put the two and two together of accountability and, um, and your own personal power. Yeah. Cause I mean, at that point you're not really running away or not even say per se running away. Mm -hmm. It's just more of, you know, like that one piece of your life that you're like, well, fuck, maybe I shouldn't Mm -hmm. have done that. But it's like, you know what? You fucking did it. You know, it's, it's whatever. None of us are perfect too. And it's always striving. Yeah. But the thing is, is that people always strive for, for, for perfection, whether it's in work, you know, people won't say like I messed up because they want to appear perfect, you know, or like in relationships. Well, maybe not so much perfect. Maybe they just don't want to show weakness. You know, but the thing like with weakness is it's not weak. It's actually a lot stronger than you think. Yeah. But not everybody thinks like that though. Yeah. But I mean, if you, if it's just, it's a vulnerability, yeah. you know, but like once you can actually be vulnerable, you're mm-hmm. just like, well, fuck it. You know what? I'm not right. Like mm-hmm. it, that shows more strength than trying to fucking run away. Like, oh no, I didn't sure. do this wrong. Sure. But, well, it's all like, you know, you have to kind of look at it like, um, look at it like a structure. You know, if, if you can't, let's just say a building has a weaker point, if you don't acknowledge that weaker point and make sure that that is protected or like, you enforce know, it. like enforced, 
then that's your weak spot. So being vulnerable, if you know what your own vulnerabilities are, you can basically reinforce it. You can keep an eye open mm -hmm. for it. You can be like, you know what? I kind of have to watch this little area in my life because this is a vulnerable area in my life. Instead of just coming across as like, oh, you know what? I've got this huge shield. You know, I, I'm not going to be vulnerable in any aspect of my life. Mm -hmm. To me, that is counterproductive because if you don't acknowledge your vulnerability, you can't protect it. Sure. Does that make sense? No, totally. Because mm -hmm. I know I kind of went from like a building no, no, to, you're fine. And the to only reinforcements to... <laughs> I don't know why this popped up in my mind, but when you're talking about vulnerability, all, th all I thought about was Attack on Titan. Sure. With the Titans in the back of their yeah. necks. Yeah, the, the, the nape. Yeah, that's all I can think about. Well, it's, it's true too. And it's like, you know, after like you kind of like self-reflect and kind of like analyze it enough, you can kind of pick it apart in people and you're like, oh, well, this person's overcompensating, you know, in terms of like... Um, trying to have no weaknesses or like you say, like have no uh, vulnerability. It's a facade. Yeah, it's a facade and you, it's pretty see-through, mm -hmm. you know? Because, I mean, a normal person wouldn't act Everybody's like that. Everybody's got flaws. Yeah, know? dude, yeah. I mean, that's the thing though is like there's nothing wrong with flaws unless you fit. I mean, you don't... We all it's, have them. Everybody yeah. has flaws. I mean, mm -hmm. there, there's there's nothing perfect. I mean, mm -hmm. literally what the fuck is perfect? I don't know. Can someone tell us? Well, that's where the most, most growth comes from, right? Is like not knowing or asking for help. You're like, yo, dude, I don't know this. Can you show me? Or, yeah. you know, like, hey, sorry, man. Next time, can you, I mean, how's it done? Like, you grow so much more by being more accountable to for your actions and being like, yo, I just simply don't know. Like, sorry, but I'm, I'm learning, you know, teach me. Right. Yeah. And I think accountability for me has always been really, really, really super important is my accountability for my drinking you know, and, and how much it hurt the both of you. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is the best. That's, that's like my, um, it's almost like my peace offering. It's like, yeah, I am going to be accountable for my actions because I know I hurt both of you. Mm. And to me, it's like, and this is just my thought and you can both reflect on it in your own ways. But if I kind of just brushed it off or if I was like, you know, just get over it. Or if I was like, no, that didn't really happen. Or your pain isn't, you know, valid, I don't think that you would have as much respect or we wouldn't have as much growth if I wasn't accountable for my own actions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I pretty much just blocked out my childhood, but that's just me. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's why I also did a bunch of drugs, but I mean, like it was, I, I mean, I did a lot of psychedelics, but that also helped me grow as like a person, not saying to go do them, right. but just saying like that just helped me as a but for the accountability part, I mean, now where, where we are today, because I know when I would try to go back to my parents and I'd be like, you know, these things kind of happened when I was younger yeah. and, you know, I'd like to talk about it and, you know, nothing against Papa and Barbu, but they were like, nope, we don't want to talk about it. Or yeah, you might've remembered it in your way, but I remember it a different way. And I couldn't get any, I couldn't get any accountability for what happened to me. Yeah. So that's something that I've always tried to give to to the both of you. You've always been, I mean, you've always been really open in terms of how Brandon and I have been feeling. Like, you, you know, like you, Brandon and I, I'm sure we don't paint things um, delicately. Right. And so when we come to you about like past experiences and stuff like that, we definitely don't sugarcoat it, but you also don't run away from it too. That's a good point. You that's know? true. And so like, we'd be like, oh dude, this shitty experience happened. And you'd be like, yeah, you know, sorry, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, like you, you've never once been like, well, I wasn't me or I was a different person back then or blah, blah, blah. You're just like, Hey, you know, like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, obviously like it hurts you then, but you know, I'm not the same person I am now. Um, and point. I'm here to, you know, I'm here for you now kind mm -hmm. of thing. And the only, I mean, and, and truthfully, sometimes these, these recounting or these, these subjects sometimes, I mean, they hurt. Oh yeah. They're not easy. But 
I just, if I don't take accountability for it, the only thing that that does is just diminishes how you all felt. Sure. So to me, my accountability is my strength. You know, again, showing the, showing my, what? Nothing. I thought Brandon burped on me. (laughs) No, dude. Okay. No, but showing my accountability, you know, being accountable for my actions it, to me is really important in order for us to continue to grow as a family. Totally. Yeah. You know, and it's what keeps me going, you know? Yeah. I mean, scars can be beautiful too, you know? And, uh, there's obviously, like Brandon said, there's a lot of parts of our childhood that we either choose not to remember or just flat out don't, mm-hmm. um, yeah, literally don't remember, but it doesn't, you know, I, I don't think we've ever ran from a memory or like a experience or things like that. And like Brandon says, you know, we just, we grow from it. And that's the only thing you really can do with those kind of, experiences and memories and things like that is just be like, Oh, okay. You know, and I acknowledge it happened. You know, I, I'm obviously like, I'm sorry that I did the things I did when I was that person, but you know, I, I'm not going to run away from it. I'm not going to make excuses and things like that. Okay. So to go one step farther, mm-hmm. if there's anybody out there listening who has instances of childhood, you know, like where you and, and both of you had to where you had painful childhoods um, if somebody out there is listening who doesn't have a parent who is taking accountability for their actions, mm-hmm. do you like, ha- I mean, do you have any recommendation as to what they can do? I mean, for, because you have to, at one point you have to stop the cycle of this happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, would you have any recommendations for anybody listening to like, be like, Hey, if you don't have a parent who's not going to take accountability, you know, maybe do this or do that. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. I mean, I don't think there's a right answer. There is really no right answer because, okay. I mean, one, if you try to come up to your parents and you're talking to them, you're like, hey, you know, this happened, but they're like, oh, don't worry yeah, about it. I know what you're but, talking about. Yeah. At that point, it's not only that, you know, the kid or the person gets their feelings hurt, but also the parent is, you know, pushing away their child. Mm-hmm. Not only that, they're also hurting themselves in like the process. And they're making shit so much worse. And it's so much worse for the kid, too, because they're like, well, what the fuck? Like, yeah. what, why why am I getting treated like this? Yeah. You can't be accountable for what you did. Now I'm even like, now I'm hurting even more. Mm-hmm. So I think at that point, you just kind of have to um, not say, I mean, don't push it down farther because then you're going to go down a rabbit hole. Because mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I kind of did. You know, right. I pushed my feelings down so far that I was just like, I don't give a fuck what I do or what I'm taking. But it's, you know, I'm going to have a good time while I'm doing it. Yeah, I, but I, I agree. That's the worst, worst thing that you can do. You can't mask up anything with a substance. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always going to be there. You're still going to hurt. But I, I, I would say try to talk to someone else. You know, like if you have a grandparent, try to talk to them. If you have a brother mm-hmm. or a sibling, try to talk to them. If you have a best friend, try talking to their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, don't hide. I wouldn't say I don't hide it, but don't push it down so far where you just completely forget about it. Yeah. Because at that point it's, it's just like that little point in your stomach that, you know, it's just going to grow mm-hmm. and then the shit's just going to go sideways. You know? Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. And like you say, like, you know, if you go to somebody and, and if they don't acknowledge it or they kind of blow you off, then it, like Brandon says, it just makes you feel worse, mm-hmm. you know? And so like, if you can, if you, if you just can't go to your parents or if it just, every time you do, it just ends negatively. Um, 
you know, like Brandon said, I would just find an, a different outlet. So it could be definitely a positive thing and that, that would reinforce positive emotions. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, it doesn't even have to be like, you don't even have to really talk, but like, that's what's so cool about boxing, right? Brandon comes, you know, you come home from a hard day of work and you just, uh, you just hit shit mm-hmm. and, right. and it makes, it just takes the edge off of everything. And so like, I would say, take that, um, that not motivation, but take that like momentum, momentum. Yeah. And, and apply it in someplace positive. So it could be a sport. It could be a, a martial arts. It could be like a craft or a, or a hobby and things like that. And it really, right. really just apply yourself in, in that situation. Because if like, because if like you're like, Oh, I've, I've gone to my parent, like that's what that kind of happened with dad. Right. So like, I felt, I felt, you know, like every time you were like, we, when we talked to him, right. We would go to like counselors and shit and he would always kind of be like, blah, 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 blah. And so like, it kind of sucks going to that parent, where he just, they think they do nothing wrong. So they're never accountable for their actions. Right. So you always want to like, I would say apply it to something more positive. Yeah. Like don't let, um, don't let their negativity bring you more negativity. Exactly. Because I mean, at that point you really, you feel even more shittier. So, I mean, just try to, like Robert was saying, you know, try to find an outlet, try to find a craft, you know, draw, listen to music even like, mm-hmm. you know, something to take you away not even yeah just kind of take you away take your mind out of everything yeah and refocus yourself you know like all because they're treating you like that doesn't mean that you have to treat yourself even worse mm-hmm. right and that's what kind of happened yeah, with, like all say. the drugs and shit yeah. you know it's just more like try to find a positive outlet like mm-hmm. you were saying and um just release it like mm-hmm. you know you can you can see what's happening you know you can own up to like what's happening i mean if they're being you know dicks about it and not listening to you then just you know focus your attention somewhere else. Right. It's really important to know too that like your feelings and the way that you, like how you feel matters. Oh, very you much know? so. So like if somebody kind of blows you off and they're like, no, that never happened. Don't worry about it. Then like it's happened to me, but I was like, well, maybe it wasn't like that. Or maybe, yeah, maybe I'm, you know, like this, but like, no, you're feeling that way for a reason. Right. You know, that person made you feel this way because of a reason your, val- your feelings are, are justified. Very right. valid. You know, if they don't acknowledge it, that's, that's not on you. That doesn't diminish how you should be feeling. Right. And, you know, and my own personal thing is while you guys were sitting here talking, I was kind of reflecting back like when I would, I never really approached the the subject with Papa Mm -hmm. because, you know, we all know that Papa had like the most horrendous, shittiest, gnarly Mm -hmm. gnarly life ever. But to me, it's like I went to Barbu and I remember I was like, I want to talk about these things, you know, and she's just like, nope, mm -mm, didn't happen. Don't want to talk about it. And at the time I was really hurt. Because I'm like, well, this is important to me. But, you know, it, it, months later, or however many, however long it took, it, it didn't, it made me have to stop and be like, just because I was at a point of my healing that I wanted to talk about it, didn't mean that she was there also. Yeah, very good point. You know, mm. and so she had her own struggles and, you know, and living with Papa wasn't easy. Mm. And so I was always like, well, why didn't you do this? Or why didn't you do this? It was at that moment that I was like, she was fighting for her own sanity and her own happiness. And she did her best. And I know she did. And I love her dearly for totally. that. I love Papa for everything he did. And I have no ill will or animosity at all towards my parents. I would fight tigers for them. But it wasn't until I realized that just because I wanted to talk about it, she couldn't do sure. it. That's a really so, good point. So, you know, so easy to think about it. Like from this point of view, it's sometimes you forget that the other person might be going through some stuff. Mm-hmm. 
And you know, and then towards the end, I mean, when we were laying in the hospitals, I mean, she opened up a little bit more, but you know what? And that was her, she had her capacity and, and she's stuck in that, you know, what? in not to diminish or to take any hurt away from a child or for, yeah. you know, anything like that. I mean, it didn't at the time, it didn't make it feel any better, but it made my recovery a whole lot easier. Oh, sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but I like how you said that capacity, you know, everybody has a capacity of a feeling, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like, um, they can only have so much that they can take, you know, and everybody's just at some sort of capacity, Mm -hmm. you know, like they can, um, I, I fucking had it and I completely forgot. That's okay. I will come back. I know, but it was just so good because it's just like, you know, um, even like a capacity to love, you know, yeah. they can only love so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They can only love so much or they can only forgive so much because of shit. You know, like if, if you're hurting so much, you can only have so much capacity or so much capacity for passion Sure. or just like forgiveness or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I like that. Yeah. I, fuck. Yeah. Because to me, I look at it like a glass. If you have a glass and you fill it full of rocks and um, then you start adding water. You can only put so much water in there because mm-hmm. it's so full of other stuff. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I look at Papa. I mean, Papa had so much of his past and that was like representative rocks. He had a little, you know, I know how much he loved us. He just didn't have the ability to tell us. Yeah. Yeah. Barbu, on the other hand, had so much shit dealing with, you know, her life and, and everything else, trying to keep everything together. She had only so much capacity to give back. So it was at that point that, um, again, when I went to her and I asked for to sit down and talk about these things, I was looking at it for healing myself. I didn't get that. But my realization of her not being able to, that was the key I needed for my recovery. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't get those justifications from that parent, or even if you don't get what you are looking for, Still take whatever you need to from that conversation and continue with your healing. That's a really good point. That's actually like kind of like on the same line mm-hmm. of what I was going to say. You know, like they can only um, they can only forgive as much as they have. You know, there's mm-hmm. only capacity to how much they can forgive or even love or even show it. But I mean, that's pretty much exactly what I was going to say. You know, because like say if you had a bunch of shit in the back, like let's just say Papa for instance, yeah. you know, like how much shit he went through. Mm-hmm. He only had a minimal capacity to show the affection, you know, but some people only do that. I was say, it to, to him, that was his all. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So at that point, it doesn't mean that they don't care. It's just that they're at some sort of capacity that that's all they can show. Right. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they're diminishing like your feelings as well. If you come up to them and mm-hmm. like, you're like, Hey, you know, this happened. Um, if they somehow acknowledge it, and yeah. they're just like, hey, you know what? Like, that's it. Like, I did acknowledge this. I'm sorry. You know, and it's weird that you say that because it just flashed me back to um, when I was a kid. And when I was a kid, you know, if Papa would have, because Papa drank. Oh. I mean, that's where I got my alcoholism yeah. from. And that's, you know, passed down to you all. But um, if there was like a particularly brutal night that we had where, you know, it was a little bit more upsetting than normal. Every morning when we would go into the kitchen, we had a chalkboard and he would write on there, I'm sorry, I love you and I'm going to cry. But that was his way of acknowledging. Sorry. No, okay. don't be. That was his way of acknowledging that he knew he had demons, Yeah. but he still loved us. Yeah, yeah. And it was, back then, it was like, yeah, we love you too. But now looking back on it, it's like, he did give his all. Yeah. yeah. So Just like him grabbing your foot at four in the morning. Yeah. yeah. It's just, you know, like... That's just his capacity to love. You know, he doesn't show it like everybody else. Mm-hmm. 
but at least he still shows it. Right. Even if it's minimal effort, mm-hmm. it's still an effort. I know. And then, you know, I turn around and I do the exact same thing to you two. So? You know, I know. But I'm just, and then I'm thinking, I'm like, you know yeah. what? Wait, wait, like what? Like the drinking and the, oh, the sure, bad sure. times and the Yeah, but the it's vi- a lot, I mean, you know. that's that you learn from, you're a product of your environment, right? I'm only going to take that excuse for so long. I mean, I, you, I was your mother and, and it is 100% there was no excuse for me drinking as much as I did when you guys were younger. And I'm not going to blame my childhood on that. No, no, no. I know. But like what Robert was saying was, you know, your capacity to your environment. What did you say? The only like, thing that it a- did is, is my glass was full of I understand. Rocks. Wait, wait. Yeah. What did you say? I just Robert? said she was a product of her environment. Okay. So she yeah. grew up in that environment. Yeah. And so it's a learned behavior. And, and like, there, that is some truth though. Yeah. You know, because I mean, that is the truth. I mean, that's what I grew up. Yeah. I, you know, I was like, oh, well. Here it is. But at the same time, there's also a flip side of that, that you can see the, um, you can see the repetitive actions that are being taken, like let's just say drinking or just being a dick. You know, you can see that and you can turn away from it and just not do it. You know, there, there's two sides of the flip coin. So it is true. You know, some people do turn into the product of their environment, but then some people see their environment. They're like, nah, fuck that. Mm. I'm not going to be that. It's really well said. Yeah. So it's just like, I mean, there, there is a, there is a flip side to that. So it is truth. And there's also a flip side to it, but we were the product of the environment because that's all we saw. You know, that's all we knew. You know, we never had a fucking, a loving dad or like a really strong structured family. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that we're a strong, structured family now. Like yeah. We are now, and I that's think, all that matters. You know, if you want to go back to the analogy of a glass full of rocks, I think what we're doing at this point is we're taking the rocks out of the glass. Sure, that's it. You know? Well, it's like you say every week, and you know, like, thank God for this podcast because we've never been closer. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I would. I'm, I feel like, you know, our connections have gotten a lot stronger in the past month yeah. or so than it has been in fucking years. Like, I was actually telling mom, I was like, dude, I'm actually really glad that we connected again. Because, oh, I mean, yeah. there was... There were uh, years of disconnect between years. you and I. Yeah, you know? dude. It was just like, because I've had some animosity towards you. Oh, yeah. You. No. And uh, like, I mean, I guess accountability too. Like there's a lot of times where I've been like, fuck, dude, I fucked up. I fucked up so bad. Yeah. You know, being your bigger brother. And um, it was easier to kind of just like, like, I like you said, like, not black it out, but it was easier just to kind of be like, you know, maybe, maybe it wasn't that bad or maybe just not take accountability to it, but it was really bad. And, and there, there's a lot of times where I just like my stomach gets turned into pits um, thinking about it and, um, it's been really nice to, to rekindle. Oh yeah. Um, our friendship. Yeah. I mean, and like, I never, I mean, it kind of took me a while to get over mm-hmm. just like everything that like happened oh, in yeah. our family. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm, I wasn't a ray of sunshine either. I came home high and you beat the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Oh, mom did. Yeah. But I mean like, that's just <laughs> what was needed though, because that was the, the, uh, the tipping point of me getting sober. Yeah. So, I mean, like sometimes you just have to fuck up to get to the other side. Yeah. You know, it's, um, but in all fairness to Robert, I mean, I'll take the accountability of is you shouldn't have had to have had those pressures mm-hmm. of filling the parent shoe. So I have to take accountability for that. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's always the older siblings responsibility to look out for the younger one. You know, and it, feel, in a you, lot of instances, it feels like I failed. No, but you but also, the whole thing is, is that it, it should have been your responsibility to have fun with him and to show him how to do things, not to be the sober parent. Mm. So I will take accountability for that. And I think by me doing that, you need to cut yourself a break. Mm. You know, you, you did the best you could. Yeah. You know, it, it wasn't easy for you being the oldest child mm-hmm. because it's like you couldn't stop me from doing what I was doing. You couldn't save Brandon. I mean, yeah. you were struggling yourself. 
So you know what? You need to cut yourself a break. Yeah. Just like everybody else is cutting themselves a break. And we just have to be really thankful that we have each other. We have, again, we have this podcast because if nothing else, this is the best therapy (laughs) that I couldn't even, I couldn't even dream of. Well, this is the first time in years that we've actually listened to each other. Yeah. You know? Because, I mean, you were getting pulled from both sides. Because you're yeah. like, oh, well, I need to take care of him, but mm-hmm. I also need to make sure that she's okay. Yeah. Um, but it, that's kind of like why I went into solitude in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's why I'm just always okay by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, it sucks sometimes, but I was always alone. So yeah. it was like, yeah, fuck it. Like, yeah, because just, you you had nobody. I had myself. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and you didn't really, I mean, it's not like you had anybody, but you you had more of the, the, the society pressures of being the older child. I was going to say, I had more drive. Um, in terms of like, okay, well, it's my job to kind of keep everything together kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I had more or less like a mission statement, which kind of kept me more, more grounded. Yeah. You know? And I had zero grounding. Yeah. I was just you floating know. up in the air. Mm-hmm. And I always was in my drunken haze. I was always like, you know what? I got to give Brandon enough leeway for him to find his way. Mm-hmm. And what was what I was representing was I don't care about you do whatever you want. Yeah, because you kind of came in the garage almost every night to yell at me when you were drunk. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, it was, and let's not, you know, let's not sugarcoat this picture. It was fucking shithole. You know what? It was, I drank, I smoked, I was, uh, there was beer cans all over the house. The house wasn't clean. I mean, it was not a good environment to be raising children. And I take full fucking accountability for that you know and that's what i'm saying it's like you know people look at us today and they're like you know what they must have had the best life (laughs) they have the best family they have the best relationship and yes i would dollars to donuts i would say that there's not a family out there that's closer than we are at this moment but that doesn't mean that that's like this has been like this for you know how for 20 30 years sure so we have picked ourselves out of up out of a shithole mm-hmm. and we've made something out of it mm-hmm. so if you're listening to this and you're like you know what i've been thinking about getting sober but i don't know if i can rebuild my life i'm telling you right now you can rebuild your life to however you want it to be i mean it's not going to be maybe what you have it pictured but it's still going to be a better life than what it is that you're living at this moment. That's all that too. And like, if anybody can do it, like if, like if we could do it, anybody can do it. Cause we, I mean, we basically came from ground zero. Oh, we were be, yeah, we were below ground zero. You know, there was we were in the sub basement. Like, yeah. I mean, like Brandon said, there was times when I was like, whatever, dude, I'm basically by myself anyway. Like, you know, I just got, I got two people that are related to me, man. That's it. That's it. That was it. You know? I yeah. didn't even feel like I had a family. Yeah. I was just like, Oh cool. These people again. Yeah, exactly. That was exactly it. Yeah. So, well, I remember you saying like you would be drinking when you lived, um, when you didn't live at the house, mm-hmm. you'd be, you'd come home and just start drinking and not even really want to live. Yeah. I didn't, I, yeah. I was drinking. Not, I was drinking to not be alive. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, that's kind of like how I was when I moved over to my ex's the first time when mm-hmm. I was 21. Mm-hmm. I moved out at 21 because I mean, I just came home after work, drank, did prescription meds and then uh, blacked out. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I just, and I had, I had, I had, I, my, my kids were a freaking train wreck and I didn't think that I could ever fix it, so I just drank more to cover the pain of sure. what I was experiencing. Yeah, but the funny thing is that we got we got ourselves out. Like mm-hmm. that was the the strongest thing is that we all got ourselves out. That's totally. what matters. Yeah, I mean, that's a good way of looking at it too. You know, you know, we we have nobody to, you know, we we got ourselves in the mess and we got ourselves out of the mess too. Yeah. You know, so 
But I will give um, kudos where kudos are due. But Robert, you are the first one that chose sobriety. Yeah. 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 And we just led by, you know, mm-hmm. what was that word? Led you example. led by example. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Couldn't even think of that. Was not a great night to, you know, you know, it was a shitty situation to lead to sobriety, but sobriety, but I'm glad I did, you know. Was it the... It was uh, it was New Year's Day or New Year's mm-hmm. Eve, excuse me, and oh, I was at was the big one. I was at a house party, and I, mom had dropped me off, and I, I was I actually um, was sober. Yeah, yeah. For, so, I was yeah. sober for like a sixty day trial. Yeah. So um, I was at a house party, and then um, Luke was there, and he was like really really drunk and real obnoxious. So he was like climbing all on top of me and things like that, and then uh, my ex was there. And she was like trying to hook up with this other guy to like make me jealous. And then it was just a really bad like situation. And so like, I felt like super, super helpless. Right. Cause I had been drinking and I had one person like who was being like, kind of like, like all up in my face, really violent. And then I had my ex trying to like hook up with this dude in front of me. And then it was just like, I felt, I've never felt more like helpless in my life. Like I couldn't go home. I didn't want to stay there. I just didn't know what to do. And I remember calling mom and just feeling super, super just like weak, Yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. just like a, like just so like such, there was such a bad feeling that I, in my stomach and then just my soul that I never wanted to feel like that again. And I remember mom picking me up and I was just like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, I, I think I, I think I apologize a whole bunch. And, um, as I was leaving, my ex like runs out and she's like, you're not leaving. Are you like, you're supposed to stay, like stay. And I'm like, bro, you're hooking up with this dude upstairs. Like, you know, like. It just, it was just, you know what it was? It was just like a perfect storm of bad situations that made me never want to ever be that helpless again. And uh, never, never put myself in a situation where I, where I couldn't get myself out of it. And drinking was the only way that I could like put myself in situations like that. So I'll never do it again. And the thing is like, no matter how many times you fall down, you always get back up. Oh, for sure. And Mm -hmm. like, I mean, there was, you know, some instances on myself, you know, like drinking took me a while to actually stop, Mm -hmm. uh, but I finally stopped. And I mean, there was a car crash, mm-hmm. um, which was dumb. Yeah. And then, yeah, because I remember when it wasn't even a car crash, dude, I fucking, there, you scraped their car. Yeah. yeah. Because they were parked oh, so one. far. Yeah. In, okay. Accountability. Yeah. yeah. Accountability. You were, I would, no, no, I yeah. was drinking. And, yeah. um, for some reason, because it was like, I drank all day, mm-hmm. um, picked up a friend. I was so dumb, dude. I should have, there's so many instances where I should have just fucking yeah. either died yeah. or like got pulled over. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, but remember when I remember Robert picking you up and I drove your car, but you, how you were coming home that night was how, when I picked you up, it was the same scenario where you were just so low Mm -hmm. and you know, but we've always been there for one another. Yeah. And like, I mean, I'll tell that story. So like I was drinking all day, Mm -hmm. picked up a friend. We went to go play pool, drinking some more, go home to her, to his house. Um, no, no friend anymore, but like go over to his house, drink some more blackout pretty much wake up at eight o'clock at night. Um, and then for some reason I was just like, you know, I'm gonna go home and I was drink. I guess I was drinking with their entire family, which their, their family is a party family. So we were drinking the entire day. Nobody stopped me, but I should have stopped myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I should have taken accountability for that one. Um, didn't stop myself. It was his sister's car and his dad's car, and I was parked in the middle, but they were parked so close. And I was like, well, if I, you know, because I have to go, I have to kind of come down in an angle mm-hmm. or I'm going to, you know, hit some dirt, rocks, all this stuff. It was a jump. steep driveway. It was a steep driveway. And it was yeah. gravel, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I had to correct myself either to the left or the right, but either way, I'm going to hit a car. Mm-hmm. So, I scrape his sister's car without even knowing. 
I mean, everybody's drunk and they come out, you know, dad, mom, sister, brother, brother was my friend. And, uh, they were like verbally, attacking. they were verbally yelling at me. They're like, you drunk piece of shit. I can't believe you fucking did this. Fuck you, dude. You know, really? like, dude, they were mm-hmm. yelling at me and there was just like, I drank at their fucking house. His yeah. dad was an ex cop. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, you think that someone would be smarter than that. But again, mm-hmm. I'm just taking accountability for myself, you know, and I, I am sorry for hitting her car mm-hmm. and drinking and trying to get in the car. But that was the best, you know, thing that can ever happen to me, because if I didn't hit her car, I could either killed myself, mm-hmm. killed someone else or just something bad. So, you know, I would rather take verbal beating like that, feeling so low than either hurting myself or someone else. So, yeah. like, you know, I would rather that happen ten, 10 times out of 10. Well, it's like I know when you were quitting smoking, right? You would quit and then you would pick it up again then you yeah. would quit and i remember being uh, I, I remember being upset at, and, and i remember telling mom and i was like you know like it sucks that he keeps quitting and come back and quitting and come back and i remember mom going like you know what it's not it doesn't matter how many times he's quitting as long as he keeps trying yeah. and i was yeah. like oh shit that's a great way of looking at it because i never looked at it like that right because when it came to sobriety i just i stopped and i never touched it again but it's um different for everybody and i you know like i acknowledge that and you know, it really opened my eyes in terms of like, you know, there's really no like just because you don't do it in one go doesn't mean you don't stop trying. Exactly. You know? And I mean, I've stopped smoking weed and I've stopped drinking so many fucking times, but yeah. they finally stuck because mm-hmm. I promised myself that the last time I started smoking weed because I had a big problem with it. I mm-hmm. mean, like I love smoking weed. I yeah. mean, I'm just going to flat out say it, you know, like it's just it's there's something about it that's just super relaxing. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, you know, like I had such a problem with it that I couldn't stop myself. So I had right. to actually promise my, I pinky promised myself because like the last time I was smoking, I was smoking in, in my, in my apartment. And I was like, you know what, dude, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. I was like, and so I pinky promised myself and I, cool. I crossed my pinkies. I was like, you know, this is it. Like you can't smoke anymore after that. And ever since I made that promise to myself, I was just like, even if I get the urge, I'm just like, you know, you promised yourself, you know, yeah. and if you can't keep a promise to yourself, what is your word? Accountability. Yeah. 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 Accountability. What is your word at that point? Yeah. So, at, and then, um, like I kind of, you know, with drinking, I had a big bottle of scotch cause I love scotch and, um, I was like, you know what, what the fuck am I doing? So then yeah. I poured it all out, you mm-hmm. know, and I promised myself I wouldn't stop, or, you know, I would stop drinking. So again, keeping a promise to that. Yeah. yeah. And it's so, it's so cool because it, it gets to the point where it's like, if you don't keep that promise, all of all it, to me, it's like black and white. If you don't keep that promise to yourself, all the good things go away. Exactly. You know, and I know where we have been and I don't ever want to go back there. Yeah, fuck no. It's you like know, prison. I hated myself. Yeah. yeah. And it, it just, it's, it's like saying like, imagining like the worst prison in, in the entire world and being like, Hey, I'm going to go check myself in, mm-hmm. you know, looks fun. Yeah. I'm going to go, you know, just, you know, go i'm gonna go check into hell and go summer camp yeah, yeah let's go summer camp in hell you know to me so it's like once you do get once you do decide to become sober and you get that sobriety you have to however it is that you have it mentally put into your head you have to just keep that mental sure that mental check yeah because i mean i've told you know some people they're like hey you know we can get let, let's go get a drink yeah and a couple of people i know they're like oh you know we can get a drink we could do this i was like you know i don't i don't drink anymore yeah. i was like i gave it up they're just like, oh, that's awesome. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. I really yeah. don't care what and you think about that. And some people can drink and just leave it alone. Oh, yeah. We are, we are just not one of those people. No. Just like how people can smoke weed and just be totally fine. But it's yeah. like, I, I dive so deep mm. into it. Well, yeah. I, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. Yeah. We just have an addictive personality. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we do. And that's just the whole thing. You just can't like, stop. You just can't stop. Can't do it. Yeah. That's why I have pokey like nine times a week. <laughs> that's, why. <laughs> that's why you eat a box of apple turnovers. Is that what you're eating today? I'm not going to answer that question. That's a yes. 
All right. So, you know what? And again, just the sh- I just love you guys. Yeah, and I mean, it's like, you know, and truthfully, even every once in a while, I forget how shitty it was because I have to purposely go back mm-hmm. and remember how shitty it was because it is so not shitty anymore. Yeah. You know, you know, but it keeps, it keeps us on our toes. Well, I mean, that's what got us here. Right. And if that's, if that's the path we had to take to get us to, to where we're at now, it's, it's yeah. worth it. Yeah, I would never, I wouldn't change anything in my past. Nope. You know, I did what I did, but at the same token, you know, I, if I did change something in my past, I wouldn't be the person I am today. Yeah, totally. So I fuck that. Yeah. So I, um, as I told you guys, I mm-hmm. thought it would, I got, um, people message me on Instagram all the time and I thought it'd be kind of cool when people, um, come up with questions or suggestions mm-hmm. if we, um, if we answer their question. Sure. So our first one is from Stephanie Miller XX on Instagram. She asked, um, hi, Lani, I have a podcast idea, music. I would love to hear about you, Robert and Brandon's favorite music, how it influences you, what you've been listening to currently, etc. It says, I listen to the podcast at work and I look forward to each episode. You guys are awesome, Stephanie. Well, for one thing, thank you, Stephanie. Um, I love this suggestion. Yeah. Um, I Solid. bless you. you. I absolutely um, love music, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's so funny because when I grew up, I grew up in a house without music. There was just never any music. We just didn't listen to it. I cannot be without music today. Sure, you know, in my car, at home, at work, I'm listening to music. To me, I set my tone to music, like. If I feel determined, I'll put on some rap. Mm-hmm. You know, if I want to go down memory lane, I listen to 70s West or 70s country. Um, even like today, I love, um, I listen to Post Malone a lot. I love sure. his. Posty. I love Posty. Um, I just, I like the indie kind of rock kind of music, and that's what I listen to. And then 60s. Yeah. So. Um. So the question is regarding what music do we listen to? Yeah, I mean, what music do you listen to and how does it influence you? I know, it's so hard. That's such a hard question because I listen to all the genres. Well, then um, there's your answer. Yeah, but what, I mean, here's the thing. It's, I'm not going to answer it for you, but I am. Um, you, have one of the, <laughs> you have one of the coolest collections of music. It's like when we go to the record store, yeah. you're buying Glenn Miller. Oh, yeah. You know, you have, you're... you're oh, like, you're t- I, like, the, like I was so on the way to the record store, I was talking about my favorite song by Nat King Cole. Um, it was so funny that we went to the record store and we saw, we, we, I saw that record with Nat King Cole and, and, we, and I got it. It's called Nature Boy. Yeah, so, um, I mean, and that's cool. And, and so there you go. I mean, it's like you're, I mean, it's like sometimes, you know, we don't always come up with like mm-hmm. the whole like, you know, I listen to, Yeah, I wouldn't, know, I wouldn't define myself by a genre. I think that'd be, that'd be too hard because um, I, I, listen, I listen to everything. It's more of just my mood mm-hmm. and, and situationally, or it depends on what kind of mood I want to be in, right? So like, if I listen, if I want to be in this kind of mood, I listen to this kind of music. But if I had to like, if I had to really just focus and put myself in a box and, and say, I listen to what my favorite kind of music is, I, I guess it would be something like in the sixties. I mean, I, my favorite artist is Johnny Cash, right? Like I have a no, Johnny Cash. I was just going to say, too. you got to love Johnny Cash. Um, but I, I, I guess if I had to say any, maybe the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's funny is that someone online, mm-hmm. um, when we play our game, yeah. he, was, he said Kokomo. All oh, really? Think, yeah, all I can think about was that song, Kokomo. Kokomo, yeah. Yeah. But what about you, Brandon? Beach Boys? Me? Uh, I'm kind of... I stick with EDM. See, I think you're... In, in like, whatever mom said to me, I think it doubles to you. 
Because you listen to opera music. I do. I fucking love opera. There's That's just something so about cool. opera, yeah. dude. But like the funny thing is, is that my genre of music will go from Louis Prima, like mm-hmm. old school fucking mm-hmm. shit like that, um, to... I, for some reason, I've always liked EDM or house music or something like sure. that because it's just like I don't need words to. Is that to that's f- kind of like techno, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like I don't need words to be like, oh, you know, I can relate. It's mm-hmm. more like as long as it's a sick, like just nice, relaxing beat. Like mm-hmm. I'll start moving, I'll start wiggling, and then like it just kind of relaxes me. But if I'm in a an angry mood, death metal. You know? Sure. I fucking love Carnifex. Like, yeah. That's one of my people. But um, if not that, then it would either be disco, opera. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll listen to Cher. Oh, I fucking love Cher. Dude. <laughs> you do like I Cher. I love a lot. Cher, dude. Yeah. Or I'm like Maniac, Michael Cimbello. Like, yeah. fucking yeah. love Michael Cimbello. And the other day I was at work, he's like, you know what's a really good band is ABBA. <laughs> dude, ABBA slaps. We used to listen to it all the time with Auntie Vicky. Yeah. yeah. Or like the Beastie Boys. Like, yeah. I also love old school rap, you know? Yeah. So, like, uh, Binary Star, Tribe Called sure. Quest, Binary Star you know, Red Man. It's just like, you know, shit like that, dude. Yeah. Just most deaf. Yeah. Know? It was just like, shit is just so fucking cool. Because I like their style of rap, you know, sure. like Slick Rick. Yeah. Just the way that they rap is just so nice and just so like, it's not the rap today. You know, yeah. I, I like some rap today, but I'm not a big fan because it just doesn't have that fucking punch. See, you, can't, you can't yeah. compare it. It's, it's, yeah. it's apples and oranges. It's apples and oranges. It's two different styles of rap, right? Yeah. That'd be like if you were like, oh, for like EDM, like, or like, oh, I really like like trap music or I really like like, I can't do trap music. Um, you know, or I really like, um. Or lo-fi. I love lo-fi. I like lo-fi. Lo-fi is nice. Well, it would be like, you know, like a current band today, like Imagine Dragons and comparing them to ACDC. Yeah. You know. That's a good point. It's That's com- a good point. You know, is they're com- they they each have their place mm-hmm. in music. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, because I'm, I just love it all. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that one thing, I mean, one collective thing that we do have is that I do feel that we are very much um, driven by music. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. You know, we, li- we, I mean, it's in every aspect of our life, right? Like mm-hmm. our, our day, we wake up, listen to music. I mean, we, we really do listen to music all day. Yeah. I mean, I have yeah. my headphones in at work. Yeah. Oh, one headphone in, I just listen to music. I walk into my, into my office, Alexa, play spot. Mm-hmm. If I say it too loud, she'll yeah, start she's like, playing she's, it. She's turning blue right now. Yeah. She's, she's like, what, what do you need me? Fuck yeah. off robot. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, our record collection's coming along, but even just looking, thinking back, like I was, I was trying to find the answer in the record collection and our record collection is all over the place. Right. But I would also too say if you're listening to this and, and you know what, if you have certain goals or certain ways that you want to um, start your day, pick your music carefully, you know, pick your music to determine what, how your, um, your focus is going to be for the day. You know what, just for, in the sake of like listening to music and if this, if, if who is this, Samantha? Stephanie. Stephanie, sorry, Stephanie, I called you Samantha, Stephanie. Uh, if you guys really, really want to listen to like a really cool um, uh, music play, screen light play. It's by, um, it's called Dark Side by. Isn't it Pink Floyd? Yeah. No, uh, by. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm going to Google it. Yeah, I was like, wait, Dark Side's by Pink Dark Floyd. Yeah. Well, Dark Side, the album is by Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd, but there's also called Dark Side. Neil Young is by. Cool. Yeah. That's like going to kill me. He kind of reminds me of Bob Dylan. Yeah, but I just like Neil Young. He just has like such a cool kind of feel to him. Yeah. And also too, I mean, my Spotify is gray hair and tattoos. And if you ever want to hear my playlists, I made it public. It is called. Yeah, there you Uh, go. Thomas Stoppard. Yes. Thomas Stoppard made a music play called Dark Side. And if you want to like really just trip out and like what I do is I listen to it in the dark and I lay down on the ground and I kind of like almost meditate to it. It is the coolest, coolest play thing ever. 
it's, hmm. on, it's on YouTube. It's called I'll have Dark to look Side. Into oh that. my god, I remember, dude! Right? I have the deepest sleep when I fall asleep. When I meditate to it, the most like deep sound like peaceful like sleep and i'll wake up and i was and like and it's like in my ear and i'm like oh and i pull it out and go right back to bed you know what's funny is i actually sometimes meditate to like nature music like yeah. just like just like just nature like a forest like, like, like you're salmon fishing god damn it <laughs> yeah but yeah no taking something deep to salmon fishing yeah, yeah. but see, I, I i have trouble with that see i don't know i just I'm always like, I always enjoy the sounds of nature. It's, it's just, beautiful. it's just nice. Yeah. See, I love meditation. Because everything is just talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's, even if it's just like wind blowing in the trees, the trees are just moving, just talking to each other. Yeah. That's cool. Fucking yeah. hippies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought today's um, episode was, was kind of all over the place. It was nice. Yeah. yeah. It, it paints the plate and like, because so, like, when you listen to the podcast, right? Like you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to get a little bit of everything. You laugh, you cry. I cried today. Mm-hmm. I, I teared up when you were um, apologizing or talking to Brandon. Yeah. You know, it makes me really happy that you guys are, um, that you've reconnected. Because as far as my sober journey, I could only, I could only heal myself. And I was always in the back of my mind just praying that you two would um, be able to, to be where you are today. And it makes me really happy as a mother. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. I'm yeah. happy. I'm happy. Me too. Oh my God! Stop it smells so good. <laughs> okay, we gotta do. We gotta desmell it. I'm gonna have to patch you down to make sure you don't leave with me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking try to catch me. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be walking out. You'd be like, "Come on, baby." Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. All right, you perverts. I'm done with you. <laughs> I, just, I, I just stopped. I don't even want to smell it anymore. There you go. <laughs> See, I knew how to. Negative reinforcement. Negative <laughs> reinforcement. All right. So, you guys, um, again, thank you very much. You can mm-hmm. uh, please, if you come up with any ideas or questions, just shoot me a message on Instagram, gray hair and tattoos, um, TikTok. I got a t shirt yeah. coming out, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and uh, tune in next week. Yep. All right. Until then, you guys, tell yourself something good. Bye. Bye.